I'm Bridget Fettesey, and this is your first dumpster fire of 2020. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. We're back. We missed you. Did you miss us? We missed. I missed you. I don't know about these two. They've been gone. I missed you. I missed this. I missed this for sure. (laughs) Because it is how I process all of my rage. It's therapy. This is more therapy than my actual therapy. And she's got a lot of rage. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been stored up for like two months. Yeah, we're, I think it's been like two months, yeah, yeah. almost two months. Sorry we were gone. There were some health things. There was the holidays. We needed a break. And now we're back. And it's 2020. And is it a dumpster fire? <laughs> we're going to do from the first till what day is today? The 11th? Because the whole year has already been bananas. Well, let's do this. <laughs> All right. Troll in chief. Oh, I want to ignore this, but I can't because it dominated the news cycle. I am by no means a expert, if you will. I know it's hard to believe, particularly in the geopolitical cluster that is the Middle East. So we're going to ignore all of the stuff around policy and politics and talk about how our president almost tweeted us into World War III. <laughs> as you can see, my dog is as well-behaved as I am. <laughs> okay. She likes to be as obedient as I like to be. <laughs> Just enough Just to not get in trouble. Lurking in the corner over there. <laughs> lurking in the corner. <laughs> Making a sour face. That's like the whole theme of the show, lurking (laughs) in the corner of the interweb, making a sour face. Just obedient enough to not get in trouble. (laughs) Okay, here we go. The day after we killed Soleimani, the president addressed the nation. Last night at my direction, the United States military successfully executed a flawless precision strike that killed the number one terrorist anywhere in the world. Favorites. It's he speaks like signs on food places in the Midwest, you know, like the best barbecue you'll find anywhere in the world. <laughs> Smoky, succulent, tender meat. He speaks like an advertiser. I know all the time. He's advertising himself all the time. <sighs> I know. What what is it? On the direction on my direction. On my direction. Flawless precision strike. He needed two adjectives right there. Anywhere in the world, as opposed to anywhere else. Where else would we be talking about exactly? (laughs) Is there something we don't know about otherworldly terrorists? I mean, he might know something. Which is terrifying. Tell us too. the truth, Trump. Tell us about those otherworldly terrorists. <laughs> We're living in the craziest times ever. And they're terrifying, but also hilarious. It's now to the point where it's diplomacy by Twitter. It's crazy. When the news was breaking, being on Twitter, living on Twitter is a weird experience. And as the news was breaking, 
Trump that he took out Soleimani. Trump tweeted just a picture of the American flag on all his social media. <laughs> trolling cheap. Uh huh. So he's just trolling. What What were you saying about this? It's It's, it's like, like Ender's Game meets Risk on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> it's like the perfect description. <laughs> That's 2020. <laughs> That's like diplomacy. Right. I know because it's like a virtual 3D chess match in terms of social real. media, but it's, it has real world consequences. Yeah, and pe- real people die. Uh-huh. The Iranian government took out um, two of the bases and an advisor to the supreme leader tweets out a picture of the Iranian flag. I don't know. That was kind of funny, too. That felt a little bit like celebrating a sack after you're down by 35 in the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll give them their celebration. But it's so weird. And it's and we're all just like <laughs> scared. And so everyone just memes because it's like they're nervous tech. Like memes are just a nervous tech of a general population that has no control over this situation. It's just a defense mechanism. But the memes are, I mean, World War III will almost be worth it for the memes. <laughs> They're so funny. And you'll the be seeing this like horrific thing playing out. And honestly, there's really nothing you can do about it other than. But make memes. <laughs> but make memes. And then somebody was, the, the regime said, you know, we won't escalate things if Donald Trump doesn't respond to this. People were saying, please retweet this. So the president could see it. Because that's the world we live in now. Where if you tweet something enough and the president sees it like a million times, maybe then we won't go into World War Three. That will dictate policy. Terrifying. As if the president ever listened to anyone on Twitter. It was eight days into the year that this was going down. Two days into the year. And then eight, you know, the unfolding. Right. Long story short, this was eight days into We are going to have a buttload of material for the dumpster fire, and that's all that matters. As long as the world is here, we will be broadcasting. (laughs) Sometimes I like to pretend that I'm broadcasting this from a bunker and that maybe no one's even alive. I'm just doing this for my own good. (laughs) To prove your own existence. Yeah. (laughs) It's Bridget's game. (laughs) Okay, and then we've got Living in a South Park. So then there were all the responses to the whole Iran situation. Feral. I'm going to bring Feral Fetacy back. I don't know that she ever really left. No, Feral Fetacy has always existed. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Moore tweeted an apology on behalf of the American people to Iran's supreme leader. Sir, I deeply regret the violence on our behalf by a man that most Americans have never voted for. Avoid power, a sincere man, Michael Moore, an American citizen. Oh, my God. He is the literal puppet in Team America. We are literally living in a South Park now. It's not even a fetacy anymore. It's just doubled. A fetacy has doubled back on itself and become literal. Actually, it is that a fetacy. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's almost a fetacy no, it, becoming it, it, literal. It's a fetacy of of a fetacy or yeah, something that's what weird. I mean. It's like de- it's, it's a double fetacy. <laughs> it's a fetacy squared. It, it's so crazy. Again, though, Twitter diplomacy. They're tweeting these things. And what the hell? This is Trump's superpower. It is. Having leftists defend bat crazy, horrible people or regimes in order 
to be like, dur, 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 gotcha, Trump. Trump is the bad man. Trump is the bad man, you regime that kills homosexuals and murders your own people. Well, and then Rose McGowan upped the crazy. Well, she started oh, it, oh, actually. Did she? she? Hers came first. Dear hashtag Iran. <laughs> The USA has disrespected your country, your flag, your people. 52% of us humbly apologize. No, we f-ing don't. That was Maggie's editorial. <laughs> <laughs> we want peace with your nation. We are being held hostage by a terrorist regime. We do not know how to escape. Please do not kill us. Hashtag Soleimani. <laughs> I was like, this tweet makes me want to die. <laughs> Please kill us. Take, take us out and we deserve it with a population like this. You can escape, by the way. Has anyone told Rose that there's, you know, planes and places for her to go? No on one's her? holding you hostage in this country? Is someone holding Rose hostage and we don't know about it? Maybe this is a cry for help. And we're all like, ah, ha, ha, what a crazy lady. And she's like, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being held hostage by a terrorist regime. And we're all like, what a nut job. A terrorist <laughs> regime. Yeah. It is his superpower. Somebody had the funniest tweet that I just saw in passing. I wish I had saved it. And they said, uh, never would have thought that Shannon Doherty ended up being the least crazy of all. <laughs> <laughs> of all the charmed all sisters. The charmed witches, yeah. It's because she had cancer. Oh. It humbled her. Yeah. Oh, did Shannon Doherty have cancer? I thought she did, didn't she? I don't know. One of them had cancer. And then Joy Behar praises white nationalist Richard Spencer for disavowing Trump over escalating tensions with Iran. What's some good news? This is a tiny thing that I noticed. Uh, You remember Richard Spencer? He's basically the organizer of Unite the Right, the white nationalist group that was marching in Charlottesville. It was all in for Trump. Not anymore. He tweeted last night, I deeply regret voting for and promoting Donald Trump in 2016. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I mean, what's so crazy about this is she they're like, and some good news. Yeah. A white nationalist doesn't like Trump. I'm not sure you're making the point you think you're making. (laughs) And then the audience is like, like clapping little seals. Yay. They agree with me. Yay. The white nationalists and I think Trump is the bad man. Yay. It is Trump derangement syndrome. Just so much crazy. And this is 2020. We're going into the election. We're going to have so much fun. Making fun of all of it. She's literally (laughs) dancing while the world burns. Fiddling while Rome burns. (laughs) Moving on to sprained my eyes. Cardi B said she's filing for Nigerian citizenship because Trump is putting lives in danger. like a full head roll not just an eye roll cardi b makes me want to move to nigeria that's just all of the celebrities threaten to leave america go leave we don't need you it's such it's so ungrateful and i'm i have nothing against nigeria i'm sure nigeria is dope it's got one of the fastest growing populations in the entire planet I'm sure there's a cool culture there, but there are, I've been into enough developing countries to know that people would literally kill to come live in America and have the opportunity that we have here. Only in America could a person like Cardi B exist. Only here. 
This is the only place in the world where a stripper could literally become an A-list celebrity and a multi-millionaire. Where else do you have that kind of upward mobility it's in true. the world? Mm -hmm. And then to be like, mm, I'm out of here because he's putting lives in danger. Oh, good for you. Not everybody has that opportunity. I'm sure some Nigerians would gladly cha trade your passport for the, the new one you're getting from Nigeria. Right, people whose lives are actually in danger. Yeah, have fun with Boko Haram or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, some gratitude. Just a little bit of gratitude for you know, what for the you opportunity have. And instead of taking the money and running, which I do understand. I don't behoove anybody that. Yeah, like that's fully my plan. That's actually fully my plan. <laughs> but at least I won't crap on America on the way out. <laughs> you say that now. I know. Every single thing I say, I'm going to end up gonna completely. Is, yeah. Completely. <laughs> Proof that we're living in a simulation. <laughs> Chess 2020 I'm battle for the White House. <laughs> when are you not bonkers on the dumpster? Chess 2020 <laughs> battle for the White House. Guys, you got to watch this commercial in full. We can't play the full thing because I don't want to take that much time up, but it is amazing. President Donald J. Trump with Mike Pence by his side. Legislative leaders Pelosi, McConnell, Schumer, and McCarthy. Knights riding symbolic donkeys and elephants. The 32-piece set includes a king, President Donald Trump, and <laughs> queen, Vice President Mike Pence. <laughs> okay, stop there. Isn't the king, Donald Trump, like a little on the nose? Doesn't that feel a little? Just slightly. <laughs> and then the queen, Pence, that feels like a weird burn. You know, it's it's like a... Him being so homophobic, right. it's really He's funny. The queen. But the queen is also the most powerful piece on the board. Okay. okay. There's a disclaimer on the website that said they didn't have any party affiliation, but this feels very MAGA to me, like low-key MAGA. Well, because <laughs> like, there were two. Like maybe Trump had this made. <laughs> there were two empty podiums. Oh, yeah. For, for the, the empty side. podiums is the best because if there isn't anything that's more perfectly representative of the Democratic Party right now, it's two empty podiums <laughs> and Nancy Pelosi on a jackass. It's it's amazing. I need it. I need I need, I want, I want, I need. Please, please, give please. Me, give me, give me, give me. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I oh. need. I really did want a Lord of the Rings chess because I really want to get into chess. And I really wanted to get a Lord of the Rings one, but I think I'm going to go with this because it seems more unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and now for the BDE Award. BDE Award goes to... Ricky Gervais. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> a lot of sound effects. I know. <laughs> what I really loved about it is that he only took aim at everyone in the room. He didn't go outside of the room. He just took aim at Hollywood. Let's go out with a bang. Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. My favorite joke, I wrote a piece about it for Colette, check it out. But he said, if ISIS had a streaming service, you'd all be calling your agents, which <laughs> completely sums up Hollywood. They're all so desperate, especially it's so funny when you actually live in L.A. and know actors and actresses. The way they talk to you about their agents is straight out of every parody that you've ever seen. It's uh -huh. not, it's real. Uh -huh. They'll be like, my agent didn't submit me for this thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I can't believe it. <laughs> you can't even parody them because that's actually what no, they do. No, it's just true. Mm -hmm. 
every every parody you've seen of Hollywood is really just reality. Uh-huh. It's not parody. It's all overheard <laughs> in L.A. Yeah. This just breaking. Oh, Ricky Gervais has been canceled. <clears throat> Sorry, Ricky. You're right wing now. You spoke out against the narrative. The narrative must be maintained. And Ricky spoke out against it. And now he's right wing. It's immediate. There was, a, I think it was a Vanity Fair tw- uh, writer who wrote a tweet and he was like, oh, these are just right wing talking points, Ricky. Like anyone who makes a joke about the Hollywood or the left is automatically just right wing. Anyone right of Bernie is right wing. Ricky Gervais. Sorry. Oh, and also this just breaking. It's now Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Yeah. Yeah, they just announced today that they're going to be hosting the Golden Globes for 2021. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm glad we're returning to the milk toast, politically correct, self-aggrandizing, non-dangerous humor that we're all so used to. <laughs> You know what's funny, though, is that someday I'm going to be hosting the Golden Globes, and I swear, I will make sure that those jokes are not offensive so that I can keep my place on that podium where I belong, just like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And Ricky Gervais is rich enough that he can say whatever the heck he wants. But for those of us who aren't there yet, we will make sure to keep the Hollywood gods appeased by feeding their egos. Oh, you're all so beautiful, and you're all so great, and you're all so woke, and look at, look at how lovely you are. And oh my God, that speech about the war-torn nations, and oh my, where did you get that vegan meal? Oh, who did the vegan thing? Oh, well, we're right there. Never woke enough. (laughs) Oh, my rant. Because here is- I'm so grossed out The God of wokeness. Joaquin Phoenix and designer Stella McCartney. (laughs) The god of wokeness. Stella tweeted, this man is a winner wearing custom Stella because he chooses to make choices for the future of the planet. He has also chosen to wear this same tux for the entire award season to reduce waste. I am proud to join forces with you. Okay, first of all, Tiffany Haddish already did this. She wore her white Alexander McQueen dress five times and this is just another example of a white man taking credit for something that a black woman already did so i'll outwoke you joaquin phoenix why don't you stand up there and give tiffany hash some credit and you too stella mccarthy or whatever your name is i don't, I don't know any, i don't know anything about brands Stella McCartney. I thought she was related to Paul McCartney. She is. McCartney. Uh, McCartney. <laughs> oh, my God. Come Richard. I haven't had He's a fucking Beatle. He's my least favorite Beatle, all right. Paul <laughs> oh, McCartney. <laughs> I've been thinking so <laughs> my, fav- my least favorite Beatle is Paul McCartney. <laughs> And by the way, I've been wearing the same damn sweatshirt since high school. I don't get any accolades. <laughs> oh, he gets a freaking applause because he's wearing a $10,000 tux that was given to him. Lottie and da. <laughs> Us poors are out here reducing waste in bunkers with no air conditioning every single day. And we don't get any free, do we? No. The pores are out here just taking it for the team. Where are my accolades, Joaquin? Well, we did get some free. Got that mic for free. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank you, you Zen Pro to, Audio. As a matter of fact, some of you weirdos might have noticed <laughs> that I am wearing <laughs> the same, the same shirt. shirt. It's a repeat shirt. <laughs> don't call them weirdos, Bridget. <laughs> They're the people I'm who watch. I'm a weirdo, too. <laughs> you wouldn't be watching me if you weren't weirdos. <laughs> what kind of normal person would be watching this show? That's an they ex- watch Amy Poehler and Excellent Tina Fey. point. <laughs> They don't watch me. All right. And then Joaquin Phoenix made the Golden Globes go vegan. What a dick. <laughs> Remember the days when it was lobster and filet and now it's all and butter and mushroom scallops. And you speak like you were there. <laughs> she will be. Hosting the Golden Globes. I don't even want to be the famous beach. anymore because you have to be so lame. She doesn't want to go to the vegan famous. Golden Globes Awards. She wants the good old days of I want steak the... and cigars. Let them eat cake. <laughs> What happened to the good old days when you could just enjoy your filet and lobster in peace and not have to be all sorry about it, huh? Huh? The old timey days when they talked in mics like this and a man could be a man and a woman's place was in the kitchen. (laughs) Bring me back to those days. (laughs) Where can we get some sponsors for this show? This show will never have sponsors. It will be sponsored by you, the people, the weird people who get us. The matriarchy is so crafty. Notice the change. Megxit. Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan Markle, are quitting the royal family. In a personal message from the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Of suck it. <laughs> Good one. We intend to step back as senior members of the royal family and work to become financially independent while continuing to fully support Her Majesty the Queen. Oh, how good of them. <laughs> I read an article and it said that they're keeping 95%. Right, they're reducing their income by 10, 5%, <laughs> like their dependence Ooh, on the royal family. There's a great meme that said 35-year-old man like vows to move out of his parents' <laughs> house and give up his allowance. <laughs> Would you like to leave the monarchy, Megan? Are you sure? Didn't you know this is what you signed up for? No, we need to get out of here. <laughs> Grandmoms is going to be very upset, you know. Screw we, that old bag. We just painted the castle vegan paint. <laughs> Excuse me, my lord. I can't finish fully packing your bags. You have to zip it. We're going to have to give up all of our servants, Megan. Are you sure we want to? I have a deal with Disney Plus. <laughs> I want to be a Disney princess. <laughs> Not a real princess. Screw this real life princess bullshit. And all I have to say is how dare you disrespect Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth this way? <laughs> Maggie's outraged. She completely Yoko honored the royal family. She totally <laughs> She's did. breaking up the band. I bet Paul McCarthy would be pissed. <laughs> he is a knight. No after one puts all. Queen Elizabeth in a corner. <laughs> she she knighted him, isn't he a sir? Sir mm-hmm. Paul McCarthy. <laughs> it's spreading. It? <laughs> Capitalism always wins. The Kardashian West fridge. In the pantry, all there is is the frozen yogurt machine. Walk in. Refrigerator. Where? We keep all of our fresh, organic produce. 
I also have another pantry. And then if you want freezer, I didn't even show you guys our other freezer. Stop giving money to the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> Who buys their crap? Who wants to make these people rich? Richer. And watching their dumb show. Damn. I don't watch it. I don't know why you're looking at me. Sam I know. watching the Kardashians. She's just a piece of work, man. I guarantee Kim Kardashian has a line of cookware or a cookbook coming out because that family is way too cunning to be showing off that crap without some ulterior motive. It's true. You're There's so right. There's something coming down the pipes. And you're so right. She went in. She's like, see, I got rid of all the glassware. I got rid of all my plastic, so it's all like glass jars. <laughs> I got rid of all the plastic and replaced it with the glassware right before the Froyo machine. Like that walk in restaurant size three refrigerator combo running 24 7 is by far outdoing any of the getting rid of all the plastic that you did and your pantry the size. Do you think that she became interested in prison reform? When she was stuck in her fridge one day and was like, this is the size of a prison cell. How inhumane. How inhumane. And there's a froyo machine in it. She's just like, oh, God, We must do something about prisons. God, we must do something about prisons. No, good for them. Prison reform is very important. So sincere. It is important. I actually I can get behind them on that, uh-huh. but God, she's so just bananas. Or maybe I'm just jealous. Maybe it's all just me being salty, like salted caramel frozen yogurt <laughs> that Kim Kardashian eats from her frozen yogurt machine in her house. Stop making the Kardashians rich, people. They're your problem. <laughs> We're almost there, guys. Dumpster diving. <laughs> We're almost there. Sam, take it away. <laughs> This smells like my vagina candle. What the funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent. Whose is this? Did we say? Goop. Oh, Gwyneth. Gwyneth. This candle is made with geranium, citrusy bergamot, and cedar with damask rose and ambrette seed that puts us in the mind of fantasy, seduction, and a sophisticated one. No, it doesn't. First of all, cedar and geranium are used in mothball. You're saying my vagina smells like a mothball. What are you saying, Gwyneth? Are you saying my vagina's old? Are you saying my vagina needs to get some action, huh? Huh? I don't appreciate these insults you're hurling at me. Who the takes Gwyneth Paltrow seriously. She's obsessed with vagina too. She's obsessed Remember with vaginas. Remember the jade egg thing? Yeah, the but eggs. she has a show coming out too and the whole preview was like her talking about vaginas and exploring vaginas. Really? So what happens in a workshop? Everyone gets off. <sighs> yeah, she has a weird vagina obsession. <laughs> we really need to unpack this. <laughs> Let's get a therapist on here and talk about Gwena's vagina obsession. Talk about the vulva. Naked in a room with a bunch of women? Yes. Maybe she's a lesbian and just doesn't know it, like repressed. Hmm. A theory worth exploring. <laughs> and Netflix has a whole show, The Goop Factory or oh, something. God. Is it the Goop Factory? <laughs> I don't know. Bridget's oh, no, it's The Goop Lab. Goop, goop Lab. The <laughs> Goop Factory. <laughs> the Goop Factory is a much better name. Netflix, if you need some content, for the love of God, we have a perfectly un... <laughs> Perfectly sustainable show here. 
a perfectly unhinged, sustainable show. There's nothing offensive or remarkably controversial that ever comes out of anyone's mouth on this show. We just like to, you know, make fun of things. <laughs> we're never going to have a sponsor or get a show deal, so we're going to need you people <laughs> to sponsor us because, uh, yeah. Of course, freaking Gwenna's vagina smells like roses. She's Who the like, hell buys her either? It's like $95 for a candle. And they're sold out. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. But yeah, they're sold out because we tried to buy one. <laughs> And finally, in Breaking Bridget, <laughs> will you marry me? <laughs> well, we're going to show the video because it's insane. This thing that's like a, a ring box with a camera. It's narcissism on fire. It is definitely our generation. And if anyone proposed to me like this, it would be Exhibit A in their murder case. <laughs> on Twitter said to me, no, no jury would convict. <laughs> I'm surprised there isn't a mirror on the other side of it so that you can see your own right reaction. Hand. Right, right. That would be an upgrade. And make sure that your hair looks all right and that your expressions are perfectly Instagrammable. <gasps> oh, oh my God. No, you wouldn't. Oh my God, you did. And then they start crying and they're like, <laughs> Did you see me ugly crying on Instagram? And then there's the a split screen version where that records the groom too. <laughs> it's like the groom and the bride, so and you can get both of the single tear. <laughs> I love you so much because he knows what he's getting into. In fantasy news, we did it, guys. We made Brad Pitt great again. Mission accomplished. Single-handedly with these hats that we never sold. <laughs> We made Brad Pitt great again, single-handedly this year. Just won a Golden Globe. Just won a Golden Globe and credits his sobriety to Bradley Cooper and... And Bridget Phetasy. <laughs> Little does he know. <laughs> Little old me, Bridget Phetasy. Just humbly waiting for a thank you from Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. This is all my doing. On my direction, Brad Pitt was great again. <laughs> What if Brad Pitt proposes to you with a, that ring camera case? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That's a like thought a question, Sam. A thought experiment. No, hell no. <laughs> okay. The answer would be no. <laughs> There's no hypocrisy here, Brad. Are you kidding me? She'd be like, yes, yes, goddammit, yes. <laughs> throw his phone in the water. Oops. I'd be like, what took you so long? Oh my God. Oh my God. He asked me. Hey, isn't it weird to think that one year from now, we're going to be on the other side of the election? Wow. And wow. dumpster firing all about what a dumpster fire it was. We'll be heading into the inauguration. <sighs> King Trump. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lord Queen Emperor Pence. Trump. <laughs> God King Trump. 
and Queen Pence. <laughs> we had Watkins Welcome this week with Michael Malice, our first repeat guest on Watkins Welcome. He is hilarious. He and I have a hilarious rapport. You will get a very good sense. I feel like I really get to be myself with Michael. Uh-huh. Like you hear me uh-huh. because we have such a funny rapport. It's not me worried about um, being polite or yeah. anything. <laughs> Once again, you want everyone to picture Trump naked because you talk about his dick a lot. Yes, we do. That was for you, Maggie, because I knew you'd have to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then Fetacy.com. The- yeah, get some t-shirts. We have new mugs coming. We've got new shirts coming. I know we've said this before, but we really do have them Yeah, we went, going a, little, up. Uh, we went a little off the rails. At the I feel like sometimes end. the end of the year, you know, you'd be like cruising along. You're like, I got this, and the fall comes, and then suddenly it's, I just feel like I broke my ankle on the dismount. And to those of you who have been supporters and patrons through all of that, thank you so much. You are You are the reason we're here. You make this possible. We are not sponsored by anyone. We're not making money from YouTube either. Uh, it's you guys. It's the viewers. So even if you have a couple of bucks or five, you make it possible for us to do this. And in 2020, being the shit show that it is, we'd like to do it even more. So pony up, give up that one latte, and donate to our cause. Uh, you can do it on Patria- Patreon. You can do it on Patreon. Or there are going to be some other places coming soon that we'll be announcing very shortly. So if you you uh, are not a Patreon fan... Just hang on to that five, yeah. five to ten to fifteen bucks to a thousand, maybe two thousand dollars <laughs> to that million dollars you want to donate to our you give, you know. We want to thank Better Fetacy for their. their research. They saved our butts this week because my team was lurching back into the new year, coming back from their holidays, and I was I've been playing catch up. So thank you, Better Fetacy, for all of the links and research. If you have any kind of stories that you think we should cover please email them to weekly dumpster fire weekly dumpster fire at gmail and thank you warren dent and zen pro audio for the mic the lovely thing that has been donated we do not take that for granted or any of our supporters gently touch my bells and buttons and gently hit the like button gently hit the like button <laughs> subscribe, subscribe share, share. The, the best comment. thing you can do is tell everyone you know about us comment tell me how awesome my shiny eyes sparkly new year looks or how hilarious you think sam and maggie are we want to hear from you we love you i can't wait for this year we're gonna have so much fun let us all laugh while the world burns. This has been your dumpster fire for the first 11 days of 2020. I'm Bridget Fettesee. Now make me rich.